Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike, dancing in my Instagram stories, or cuddled up with wine watching The Real Housewives. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Crossan. It's episode 31. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it so much. I hope you are loving the show. It's one of the best things I've ever done, at least professionally. Um, And it's a blast creating this show for you. So welcome to the show. Um, If you're new to the show, we talk about social media, online marketing, and entrepreneurship. And um, I try to squeeze in wine chat whenever I can because I am a wine-obsessed person, but (laughs) mostly we talk business here. So welcome. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. The first thing I want to say is very exciting that the show made it back into the top 100 chart. Okay. So this is for Apple uh, marketing podcasts. So any podcast that is um, listed under marketing, which this podcast is um, on Apple, on iTunes, um, the show made it back into the top 100. And it kind of moved around from day to day. It was like... um, you know, 76 and 50 this or, you know, it was different if it was different numbers, but, um, it's been a very exciting last week seeing the show climb the charts again. So I really appreciate all of your support. I appreciate you listening, subscribing, um, and, and reviewing and sharing and everything. And speaking of reviews, if you listen on iTunes with an Apple device, please, please, please leave a review on iTunes. It is really, really helpful to the show, of course, and for iTunes to recognize that you guys like the show. But it's also great for potential listeners. Whenever they go look up the show, they can see your reviews and see how much you love it. <laughs> Because I know you do. And I love it too. So anyway, that was a really exciting news I wanted to make sure and share on the show today. Um, On a different note, I just want to take a moment to recognize um, just every everything that's going on right now when it comes to Black Lives Matter. Um, Okay, so like, let's rewind a little bit. So Right now, it's, what is it? It's June of 2020. I can't believe it's June. And so for the past few months, we've been dealing with this whole coronavirus pandemic situation. And every show, I've just kind of mentioned it and want to send out love and support to anybody that needs it that's been going through an extra tough time with with the coronavirus. And um, whether it's affected you personally or somebody you love or or your business, or you're just having maybe a little bit of a hard time with it. So again, I still want to keep sending out that love because I know a lot of people are still dealing with with the consequences of the coronavirus. Um, but also, I want to send out some love when it comes to this Black Lives Matter uh, recent movement. Not you know like um, anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm going to go on and on and try to explain the news story in a horrible way because I'm I, I don't want to mess that up. But basically, I just want to send out some just some extra love and support. You know, sometimes that right there, just acknowledging 
somebody. So whether it's a big movement um, like what's been happening with that or something, you know, just a one-on-one thing with somebody in your life that you love, when something major is going on and somebody is hurting um, and you can, you know, maybe you can use someone in your life as an example to, to help you relate to it, but it's just sometimes good to just say, you know what, I'm sending support and love and I'm spreading love and hope and joy. And I hope that that's what you guys get with my social media content. I'm always trying to spread joy and especially hope because, um, something that I've learned in hard times, just in my own personal experiences is that one of the things that keeps you going is hope, you know, hope for improvement, hope for your future, for your children's future, or for, you know, anybody that you love, um, hope for something better, something, um, more exciting or, you know, depending upon, you know, what you're referring to, that hope is just the most beautiful thing. And when we have hope, we have, well, we have a lot. So it's an important message to spread, especially right now, um, but also in general all the time. So I, you know, I am not an expert on the Black Lives Matter um, subject, and uh, but I am going to say that I am sending support and love, and I hope that all of you are as well. And I just hope that we just really focus on spreading love and treating um, each other equally and with respect and doing the right thing. And, you know, for me, I mean, in case you're kind of clueless on, I don't know what to do or where to start or whatever, like I said, I'm not an expert, but my personal experience is that since I am a mother of two uh, young kiddos, I, I start at home, you know, and I, that was just kind of, for me personally, one of my big goals really, whenever I decided I wanted to be a mother was that, you know, I was going to, um, make sure and educate my kids the best that I could and make sure I expose my kids to, just anything and everything I could in the world that that would um, help them, you know, learn about different types of people and different cultures and and different experiences and different places and everything, and realize what's out there beyond just our home, you know. So that for me is what is what has always worked is really starting at home with my children and then going from there, of course. So anyway, I just I wanted to acknowledge that and I just wanted to send out send out that love. I hope you feel it and um I'm here. I'm here for you guys. Okay. Okay, so I also want to give you like just a little um life update, you know? I love chatting with you guys about these things and um so recently in recent episodes you probably heard me talk about how it's now summer break, which hallelujah, it's summer break and I am not dealing with the distant learning and online learning and all that stuff right now that, you know, honestly, I mean, I'm not, I really don't have that much to complain about. It it went really good here at our house for the most part, but it was just hectic. It was so busy, you know, it was like doing your school and I got to help you with your school and I got to, cause I also work, you know, and, and my work is, it's like a full-time deal. So it was a very interesting and hectic time during that. So I'm very happy that we are um, here in summer break. So we don't have to worry about school for a little while. And, um, 
And, you know, like I said an episode or two ago, I'm being quite lenient with the screen time right now. Like, (laughs) I just am. I feel like surely I'm not the only parent with that attitude right now. After the spring that we all had with the coronavirus and with the kids being here and us working and also helping them with their school at home um, and all the wildness of the coronavirus, like surely I'm not the only person that's like, you know what? Actually, you can watch movies all day today. It's okay. (laughs) And like, I have to make myself every once in a while, like, okay, you have to do something else besides screens. So like one day they painted and of course I have them go outside whenever it's not raining and stuff like that. Um, You know, I'm trying to mix it up, but I'm being pretty darn lenient on the screen time right now. You know, we all needed a a few weeks to just freaking chill after all that stuff with the, with the school at home and everything. So I hope that you're, if you are a parent, I hope that your summer break is going good so far. Um, I hope that you are all well. Again, like I said before, I'm so happy to be here with you for another episode. I am going to cut our chat short today because I want to get right to this really cool interview with Kimberly Weber. She is a social media strategist and she talked with me about Instagram specifically, um, Instagram trends to follow and maybe some to drop in 2020. So it's kind of a do's and don'ts of Instagram that she wanted to share with us. And um, cool fact, she is uh, coming at us from Jamaica. You know, I've never been to Jamaica, but you'll hear that Kimberly and I talk about Jamaica and um, I, I feel like I have to go now. Like she says, it's even more beautiful than what I've seen on TV. So I, I'm there. Like book my ticket. I'll be there soon, Kimberly. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's get on to it. So up next is my interview with Kimberly Weber. So I want to talk to you real quick about Canva. So as small business owners, most of us are not like super fancy graphic designers, and it's really not easy to learn complicated software. So that's where Canva comes in because we all need to make social media posts. We all need to make some graphics. We all need some cover photos, some flyers, some digital art, right? And Canva makes that easy. Canva Pro starts at only $9.95 a month, which is actually a steal, but you can try it for free for 30 days and support the podcast. So all you've got to do is go to socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. That's socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. I hope you love it. Today's guest is a social media strategist and the CEO of KW Branding Company, an online social media agency that helps female entrepreneurs grow organically and make sales on Instagram so they can have the freedom to do the things they love. (laughs) And a fun fact about her, she doesn't know how to swim, but she does love the beach. And you guys, she's in Jamaica. How cool is that? Welcome to the show, Kimberly Weber. Hi, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so oh, you're, you're so welcome. Thank you for being here. I I know that um, everyone's time is really valuable, so I appreciate you taking the time. And everybody is going to get a really good treat with this show, I think, because we have some really cool stuff to talk about, about Instagram in particular. But before we do that, I would love for you to just share... Um, you know, in your words, what you do, and so everybody can understand what what your sure. story is. Okay, no problem. So uh, the official title is a social media strategist. 
But what that really means is that I help brands create strategic content that can help their social media platforms grow and build strong connections. Right. Right. Okay, cool. And you, um, okay, so you mostly work with um, female entrepreneurs, right? You definitely, said? definitely. Okay. Okay. And then just in any sort of, um, in any industry, like a variety, like what, well, <laughs> I usually do in the uh, lifestyle industry okay. and, um, sometimes, uh, I guess tech is also like that, but mainly lifestyle industry. Okay. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Um, that's a fun one. And that's clearly why you like to talk about Instagram because Instagram <laughs> is perfect for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. And, um, and for all of us, um, sad, sad little Americans over here that have never been to Jamaica, like me, hello, I mean, what's wrong with me? Um, I tell me, please tell me the beach is as pretty in person as it looks like in pictures. I think they are way prettier. (laughs) That's what I think. You absolutely love it. I mean, a lot of my friends who live in America and other countries, they always want to come and then when they do get to come it's like they're so blown away like wow it really is beautiful it's not just in the pictures <laughs> right yeah. I've got to get over there it's um it's just something that my husband and I neither one of us have ever been so we've got to do it and when we do I'll give you a call Definitely. Um, <laughs> okay so let's um let's dive into the Instagram chat so um what we were going to talk about were kind of in your opinion, Instagram um, trends to follow in 2020, things that people should be trying and, and, and doing in 2020. Yeah. So yeah. I'll just let you start. Um, t- <laughs> tell us, and I'll let you know if I have a question. <laughs> okay, sure. So uh, let's start with uh, the feed, right? Uh, when Instagram just came out, we were all so focused on having this really pretty feed, you know, well curated, having the same theme throughout and all of that. And I must say that that is actually going through the door at this time. <laughs> Nowadays, you know, feeds are fun and colorful and just, you know, haphazard, but still with strategy. You know, one of the things I noticed that people are moving away from uh, having, you know, photographed pictures to something that they just did themselves. And also uh, we see a lot of memes popping up in feeds nowadays, you know, that helps to really increase engagement these days. Right. Okay. So that's actually probably a big relief for a lot of people because having a perfectly curated feed is beautiful. And I think it's smart for some people, and especially if they just want to, I mean, if they want to, why not? But that's hard for a lot of people to accomplish. Um, It can be complicated and difficult and kind of scary. So that's probably (laughs) nice for people to hear that it doesn't have to be like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it does also be a, a bit pricey to maintain because you may have to hire a photographer, a graphic designer, and all of that. When now you can just get on Canva, which is so easy to use. <laughs> I mean, Canva is basically trying to replace graphic designers nowadays. <laughs> but it's so easy to use, so simple. And, I mean, people will love it. Right. I talk about Canva on the show all the time. In fact, um, I'm an affiliate for Canva. So uh, the people listening to the show hear me talk about, talk about it a lot. And I use it myself. You're right. It works really well. So that is good to know. Okay. So when it comes to Instagram, if you don't want to have that perfect curated feed, you don't have to. Okay. Right. Great. Right. Okay. So what else do you think? 
Um, when it comes on to uh, the metrics, we know that likes are gone. And when that was being announced, it was a big thing and people were scared. Like, what are we going to do now? <laughs> you know, Instagram was based on likes. I always wanted a thousand likes on my photos. And now that they're gone, what am I going to do? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and immediately after the likes went, we saw a huge drop in engagement. Right. And people blame the app, but it really wasn't the app. It was how people were interacting with the app. And I guess that's why, too, the creators of Instagram decided to remove that feature because people were no longer just randomly liking photos. People were actually looking out for valuable content, right? Okay. And the likes took away from that. And okay. so now uh, uh, not being able to focus on that met metric focuses people to engage in a different way by sharing and saving your posts. <laughs> which that shows more than anything else that they really are interested in the content that you're putting out and they really are interested in what your brand has to offer. Right. I love that you brought up sharing and saving your posts. Do you think it's smart, if you don't mind me just asking a little additional question about that, do you think it's smart? I feel like it's kind of smart to um, prompt your audience to save or share a post, so, you know, like, course, especially, definitely. especially if it's like, clearly like you're listing out, I'm going to tell you these three things about this or whatever. I mean, you should tell them like, tap on save, save this, <laughs> right? Definitely. And that should come early on in the post. You don't have to wait until the end of the caption to say that. Yeah, you, know, you can prompt them that this is going to be a really valuable post and you can save it for later. Maybe you don't have the time to read it right now, but you can save it. Another thing I've seen brands do is uh, put the symbol of the bookmark and the share on their posts, right? Because uh, we assume that everybody knows the ins and outs of Instagram like we do who are a little bit more social media savvy, but everybody does not. No, you know? so you're right. Them, yeah. So telling them exactly where to go and what to do, it, it's, it's a big help. It right, does increase sure. the number of saves you get. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, definitely tell people how to do it because you, you're right. We, we do that a lot with things. We just assume everybody knows everything we know and they don't. And, it's, and that's okay. Like, but we need to inform people because I feel like if you give your audience that guidance of like, yeah. save this post, it's going to be a good one. FYI, this is how you do that. <laughs> definitely. definitely. so smart. Um, Okay. So you're, you were talking, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you were talking about <clears throat> engagement changing because of the likes not being there. Okay. We got that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I agree. That's, it's so nice to have comments and it's hard yeah. if you're trying to, <laughs> it's hard if, you know, if you're in a hurry, but gosh, it's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So what do you think? What's, what's your third thought on Instagram things? Well, another thing I think brands need to focus on, especially if you are a product-based brand, even service-based brands can do it, but user-generated content is very, very important. And that's basically, as the name suggests, you know, content that people who follow your brand generate and probably link it to a hashtag that you told them to add or a mention that you told them to do, right? So, let me give you a simpler example. Say uh, you sell um, face masks, right? Okay. <laughs> and you say, if you buy my face mask, share it on Instagram, and <laughs> we will share this post. Something as simple as that, right? 
And a lot of brands are filling their feeds with those type of content. And if I'm someone who loves to buy face masks and I pop on your feed and see that a lot of real people are using this mask, then I'm more likely to be following you and I'm more likely to purchase from you. You see? Right. So that's a good way to go. Instead of getting um, some stock photo with someone in a mask, <laughs> you know? Right. It's better to use the content that people who use or buy your products and services actually generate themselves. Okay. That's okay. Cool. So, so yeah. So encourage your clients or customers to, you know, tag you, um, I guess, and then you can reshare it. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Something else that's kind of related to that. It's not the exact same thing, but what do you think about, um, what do you, what's your opinion on posting like a testimonial? If somebody had set, you know, gave you like a good review and you kind of go on to, you know, Canva or whatever, <laughs> yeah, and you make yeah. it look pretty and share that. Yeah. Do you think that's a good sure, idea? Sure, sure. In, in the digital space, they call that social proof. And right. I mean, think of it from your own perspective. If you were buying something, you want to know that other people have tested it and other people have proven that what you're saying about this product is true. Right. And so you can share those testimonials. You can share them in a video. You can um, just crop the testimonial and put it on your own template, as you mentioned, just so that it kind of fits in with your whole vibe and everything. So that's, that's a really good uh, thing to do as well. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good suggestion. I don't think that, I don't think that a lot of people are doing that. And I think no. that, could be, <laughs> that could be really helpful. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so we've got our, our first three. So um, what what's number four? Let, let me see. We've got instant and relatable content versus polished and pre-recorded. Okay, so what do you mean by that? Okay, so uh, nowadays, and <laughs> this is going to bring in another app that's not Instagram, but what I'm going to say is really helpful because nowadays people are into short instant really relatable content and that's why tiktok is doing so well (laughs) yeah because that's what tiktok does it gives you you know that easygoing digestible content and so it's good that if you're on instagram you need to be showing up more in stories rather than feed not to say that the feed is not important but people like to watch stories you know they will spend hours going through stories (laughs) And just watching what you're saying or whatever you're doing, you know, rather than going through a feed post, read the caption and all of that. And that's because stories tend to be more fresh, you know, more instant, more personal versus the feed. As as I said before, a lot of people try to polish it up a little bit, you know, fit it into templates, color schemes and so on. Right. Oh my gosh. I agree with that so, so, so much. Um, stories are incredible. I know in my own experience that, um, that I've really connected really well with, um, a certain percentage of my audience that tends to always watch my stories. It's like, they probably know everything about my life, (laughs) but, um, but it's good. We're connecting like that. You know, you share what you want to share. You don't have to share everything about your life, but, but you're right. And it's, it's more enjoyable for the user. It really is like, it's fun to sit and watch stories. Um, someone will, someone because of all the um gifs and emoticons that they've put in stories you know someone will write a quick reply to a story more than they will to a feed post right yeah and then that's how you can really build a connection with your audience because 
now that they've replied to their to your story, you're in their DMs or they're in your DMs. And so now you can start an actual conversation, right? And people like to see that, you know, these brands, they are taking notice of what I'm doing. They're interested in what I have to say, you know, and they'll be more likely to engage in future because of that one action from the story. Right. Know? Yep. I agree with you completely. And you know what? I, uh, on that same topic, like um, of people using the little quick reply, like the applause and the laughter and all that in stories. I know that some people turn that off, I think. Mm-hmm, Is that mm-hmm. a thing? I feel like I've seen some people turn that off. And if you do, I would say don't. Because <laughs> it's a way to start the conversation. Like if somebody, Definitely. if you show something cool that you did in stories and somebody sends you the little hand clapping thing, then you could reply and say, thank yeah. you so much. How are you? And start a conversation, right? And, and that is so much better than just cold DMing them, than just <laughs> hopping into someone's DM directly, which right. a lot of brands are doing. And some people find it creepy. And I think they'll get blocked for that by some people, you know, because they don't joke around when it comes to their DMs. Right. So if they are the first one to initiate the conversation and then you just reply by starting a conversation or saying something, then you're in their DMs and it's more personable and they're more likely to, you know, continue interacting or make a purchase from you, whatever it is that you created your page to do. They're more likely to do that last action. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Same page. Okay. Okay, cool. So we've got four. What is the fifth? We've got... Yeah, we have five, right? Yep. Yeah. So, well, this last one, and this might sound a bit controversial to what I've been saying before, because I'm saying, you know, do short bursts of content stories. They're short and easy to digest and all of that. But when it comes on to the caption in your feed, you know, people are more likely to leave a comment, save and share if the caption is something that you actually, you know, thought about. You actually sat down and say hey, this is what I want to share with you guys. This is what happened to me today. And this is the lesson I learned from it. Rather than put up a picture and say, oh, happy Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's not very deep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So so really, um, if you're looking for that engagement on your post and you're not writing, you know, captions that are, that are, are well thought out, then maybe you should make that change. Yeah. And some people are just not good at writing and (laughs) they'll never be able to express what they really want to say. And so maybe if you have if you have um, the ability, you can hire a copywriter. You know, there are a lot of them around and that's all they do. (laughs) They write copy, they write uh, captions for posts, they write um, blog posts and things like that. And Maybe you don't even have to do it for a long period of time. Just hiring a copywriter for like a short period will allow you to probably learn something from them. And then you're able to, you know, create better captions. Right. That's really smart. That's a really good idea. You can hire a copywriter and you can hire somebody for not very much. There's going to be all different levels. There's websites, there's websites where you can find people that, that do that and um, different price levels and stuff. So that's a good idea, actually. And you're right. You could just learn from them for a little while and then try to do it on your own. Perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've got... Okay, so number one Instagram trend to follow in 2020 was um, you do not have to have the absolutely perfectly curated feed 
anymore if you don't want to do that. So I'm sure some people are like clapping right now. Yay. (laughs) Um, Two. um, Oh, it was about the metrics. So now that the likes aren't being seen, Mm -hmm. we're focusing more on shares and saves. Oh, shares and saves. saves. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Shares and saves. Oh, that's so good. I'm so glad we talked about that. That reminds me, I really need to make sure my audience knows how to do that. So thank you for bringing (laughs) that up. Um, (laughs) Number three um, was the user generated content. So like the example was if somebody bought one of your products and Mm -hmm. said something nice about it or took a great photo wearing it or whatever that you could use that content to show, look, People are buying my stuff and they like it. <laughs> um, okay, number four was oh, number four was the the stories being so relatable, yeah. that quick content instead of just the feed. And then number five was um, consider even hiring a copywriter so you can get more thoughtful captions on Definitely. your post. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. And I, I'm curious to know <clears throat> you mentioned to me before the interview something about TikTok. Yeah. Sharing TikTok videos on Instagram, which <laughs> I don't know if you've seen my Instagram, but I do that a lot. Um, uh, what What are your thoughts on that? That TikTok, yeah. like you said, is so so popular right now. Yeah, it's really really trendy, and I'm gonna say that now is actually the time to get into it. And I know a lot of business might want to shy away from it because they're like, oh, I don't know how to dance, and everybody's dancing on TikTok. You don't have to dance. You right. don't have to dance to be um, successful on TikTok, you know, was important. And this is just from this one little TikTok course that I did. <laughs> I haven't really explored it, you know, as much as I, I should, but I will, uh, is that you need to know what is the trending hashtag and what is the trending voiceover or music that they're using right. and just repurpose that into your content, right? Yep. You can... You can just be sitting down <laughs> and pointing here, there, here, and have the voiceover, and that's a TikTok. You know, you don't yep. have to be dancing and doing all those crazy stuff. And it's good to get into it now in its early stages because pretty soon, I mean, the owners have seen how it is taken off. Pretty soon, they're going to start, start monetizing it. And only the people who have actually, you know, made it their own in this stage will benefit from it being monetized. And also another thing is that know that a lot of the TikTok users are bringing TikTok over on Instagram, you know, (laughs) I'm sure that the Instagram creators are going to be integrating a lot of the TikTok features into Instagram as well, because they're seeing just how that platform is taking off. You know, someone said to me that maybe the feed will be a thing of the past and it will just be stories, you know, so look out for that, you know, so if you've mastered TikTok, then if and when that time comes, your brand has already transitioned into that era. Right. Ah, I love that so much. I agree with you so much. I'm extremely active on TikTok. Um, I've been kind of, I've been kind of like intentionally experimenting with it um, to see, to to see the gain in followers I'm getting is crazy compared to other apps. And so, and like you said, a lot of it's because it's new and all these, there's a lot of reasons that I find, but I do like what you said about integrating that more, like hopefully they'll integrate it a little bit more with Instagram. And I noticed that you, you can share a TikTok video directly into your Instagram stories, which is cool. 
you know, like it just, <laughs> literally just like click it. So if you guys didn't see that yet on, on TikTok yeah. and you're watching something that you either is yours, of course, but also maybe something that you relate to or you want to share, you can literally just click on Instagram stories and it shares it to your, it's yeah, very cool. <laughs> very cool feature. Okay. All right. I think we got it. Those are some really, really good tips, you guys. I hope that y'all noted that down. If you didn't, go back and write it down. Try it out. (laughs) Kimberly, you made some really, really great points. I really appreciate it. Um, Before I let you go, though, I would love for you to tell everybody how they can find you. So if somebody either wants to work with you, um, you know, go to your website or follow you, of course, on Instagram, tell everybody how they can find you. Okay, so my uh, main channel is Instagram, <laughs> which you can find me at KW Branding. That's B R A N D I N G Co. C O. At KW Branding Co. And then from there, you can get a link to all my other channels. But Instagram is the main platform, and that's where you'll get a response from me first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, great. So go find Kimberly on Instagram, you guys. Give her a follow. Send her a message. Tell her that you heard her on the show so you know, so she knows uh, you came from the podcast. And, um, and yeah, oh, and we'll, we'll include that too. We'll make sure in the show notes and have all of that typed out so everybody can get to you easily. Um, okay, that's it, Kimberly. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Brittany. It was really fun. <laughs> I did enjoy this discussion. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, send the beautiful beach, my love. <laughs> uh, I will do. <laughs> okay, you guys. I hope you liked that chat with Kimberly Weber. I know I did. I really appreciate uh, Kimberly, you taking your time. So thank you again for being with us from Jamaica uh, so much. I really, I really enjoyed that. I hope you guys did too. I want to remind you, please, definitely, if you are listening on iTunes with an Apple device, please, please go and rate and review the show. Um, just a couple of kind words on a review means so much to the show, and it really, really helps um, helps it to where iTunes shows it to more people, and and that more people will listen, and we can grow and grow and do even bigger and better things than we already are right now. So also one little cool trick that would be really great if you'd like to share. Um, when you are listening to the show, you can take a screenshot where it shows like what podcast you're listening to and you can actually share that screenshot in your stories or in your feed and you can tag Social Sunshine Podcast either on Instagram or on Facebook. And I will see your post and I appreciate you spreading the word. I truly, truly do. Remember that you can follow me on on social media. I am all over the place. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok, which has been super fun lately, LinkedIn. Um, just look me up, Brittany Crossan, B-R-I-T-N-E-Y-C-R-O-S-S-O-N. Also follow the show on Instagram and Facebook. Just search Social Sunshine Podcast. And for more information about me and see maybe you want to work with me, go to BrittanyCrossan.com. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Look, I got to go. I got some more work to do and I got to go make dinner for my kids. So (laughs) thanks guys. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production, funlovemedia.com. Bye.